I the fuck I and welcome to episode 13 of the most best podcast I am your host Zach Williams and a little I wouldn't say apology but a little explanation at the top of this episode you may notice from the outset uh, that I during the recording sound like an absolute steaming barrel of dog piss and that would be because of two reasons the first reason being the night before recording this episode, uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to my good friend Simon and his new wife Janine's wedding. Congratulations guys, and an amazing time, thank you so much for the invite. As you can imagine, it being a wedding and it being me, I got absolutely fucking hammered as per. So uh, once again, I think this might be uh, the 13th episode in a row where I'm stupidly hungover. On top of that, this week uh, was the first week in about two or three years where I've actually had to call in sick to work. Uh, I've the, the flu that's going about has absolutely fucking ravaged me. And during this episode was at the height, uh, the pinnacle of the uh, of the bug. You're going to notice that I sound bunged up. You might hear me blowing my nose away from the microphone. I'll see if I can do my best to edit that out. But generally, I just sound like I'm dying. So I apologize if that puts you off, but stick with it. I love this episode. It was amazing sitting down with my friend Chris and reminiscing about... Well, there's no need to tell you. You're about to listen to the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Most Best Podcast, episode 13, very unlucky number. I am your host, Zach Williams, and I just got out of a taxi and a man told me that someone was murdered on this street. (laughs) That is the uh, current catchphrase put in place by last week's guest, Sam Beard. But it's up to you, this week's guest, to put forward your idea. What should the actual catchphrase for the show be? Hmm, it's a tough one. Uh... Was that last one set up because it, what, did that happen to them? And that's the reason why it's the catchphrase. Yeah, it, just because it was oh, know, right. uh, fresh in his memory. Well, uh, the main thing I got from this weekend, we went to, to Mozart's last night, is I hate people. So I'm going to put forward uh, most best podcast, I hate people. <laughs> I, I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, normally on the most best podcast, I have... People pushing an agenda, you know, they're up-and-coming stand-up comedians, they're musicians, they're trying to get into the spotlight. But what I have today is what I guess would be described in layman's terms as a, a normal person. Well, I consider myself uh, your Obi-Wan because <laughs> I, I was involved with your previous podcast. You were. And even when I wasn't there in person, I had an influence. So very much like Obi-Wan talking to Luke um, and I've been a ghost presence. I feel like that's how I, I've, I've impacted on your podcasting world. So You really have been a giant influence to me. Ladies and gentlemen, you may remember him from the At The Time Of Recording podcast. It is Criminal Chris Ward. Oh, I get criminal as well. Criminal Chris. What was my segment? It was Big Chris's Big Questions. Big Chris's Big Questions, which I, am, I will have to talk to uh, the at the time of recording people, but I want to bring that into the most best podcast. I'd be more than happy to start. I thought you were going to say lawyers then. I said, like, you're going <laughs> to have to go, oh, I need permission, and you're going to have to have a massive court case about it. Oh, yeah, like, since the at the time of recording days, I've gone legit. Like, you know, oh, right, okay. I have lawyered up. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a feature of the entire podcast, is it? I'm I'm very hungover. And That's I think, fair enough. Um, sound effects might just get me through the next hour. I'm surprised you haven't pre-recorded your part in this and just played it over, over the microphone just, just, just as you don't have to talk. Awkward. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All good. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, you are a friend. You're not yes, someone who's... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a professional funny person. I'm just a funny person. Yeah, and so it's going to be a nice uh, break from tradition yeah. uh, for the Most Best podcast because I just get to talk to a good buddy. Yeah, um, I'm happy to supply that for you. So, what do you... Uh, no! What do, What am I doing? What are you Why doing? Are Why are you here? You're <laughs> here to do uh, what every new guest on the Most Best Podcast has to do, which is the dice game. I'm excited to play. Uh, so, obviously, you're aware of the rules of the dice game. We've had a, um, a pre-pod briefing yes, on, yeah, the, on I've, proceedings. Yes, signed a waiver. So, for those who don't know, all I'm going to do, it's a simple game. Just to get to know Chris, I'm going to roll a 20-sided die. 
uh, whatever number it lands on, Chris then has to describe himself in that many words. The way he's looking at his laptop, I think he has pre-written oh, statements God, no. from 1 through 20. Like, the research has gone into I've got, it. I've got dictionary.com ready, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so are you ready? I am so ready. 11. 11. 11 words. Oh, okay, 11 words. Well, I, I'll go with funny. Funny? Um, uh, tall. Tall. Um, That's two. Quiet. Three. Three. Um, balding. Four. <laughs> secretly. Um, it's secretly? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Five. Put, put them together. Um, Hyphenated. Okay, so it's balding secretly. Secretly balding. Yeah. Okay. Um, a gamer. Somewhere on five. 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 So, um, so we've got a funny, tall, quiet, secretly balding gamer. gamer. <laughs> <laughs> One image I'm painting for people. <laughs> Uh, uh, so you've got six more words, buddy. You can pick it up. You can, you know, start showing the good qualities of Chris Waters as well. Yeah, I started off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm building up to a crescendo. So um, uh, I'll go with kind. Kind? Tired. Tired. Um, seven. Seven. Well-traveled. I'll go with that. Hyphen? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm pretty open for the hyphenates, yeah. to be fair. Um, well-traveled. So I've got... That's on seven. So I've got four more. Hmm. That's on eight. Oh, it's eight. Yeah, because yeah, there's five on this hand and three on this hand. Good. I'm glad I can count. <laughs> <laughs> so three more. Hmm. I'll go with I'll go with geek. Geek. Ah, uh, yeah. That's it's just you've got to put that in, haven't you? So if if you do have a Lego Batman, tattoo. that's true. Yeah, that is true. Annoyingly, I got that just as the film came out. Do you not like the film? No, I do like the film. But I thought the tattoo idea was I was going to combine because my my right arm is is like my my, my geek arm with with loves and I got to talk to who and uh, uh, Magneto, so I wanted to get something because I love Lego and I love Batman, so I got those together. Oh, and right. then the movie came out, I was like, ah oh, shit, people are going to realise or think that it's the, someone else. But uh, just a really big fan of Will Arnett. Yeah, exactly. Um, Arrested Development ones in the in the works, but they are. <laughs> um, yeah. So three three more, two more, uh, no. two more. Um, Lego Batman. <laughs> uh, I'll go with I'll go with healthy. I'm not healthy? I'm, I'm not feeling it this weekend, but you know I'm 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 doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, You're looking good. Yeah, and uh, I'll go with runner, 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 because I'm I'm training for a marathon. So uh, oh, are you actually? Yeah, I'm, shit, that's news to me. Yeah, well, I turn thirty next year, so I, I, it's kind of fallen into like oh, you know, do things before you're thirty and that sort of thing. So. I'm try- I- I've done things anyway without that goal in mind. Like I've been skiing, I've 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 uh, I've done a static line parachute. I've travelled not so much the world, but I've been to the Falklands, which is essentially the other the side world. of it. Yeah, which is a small part of it. And uh, yeah, so like, oh well, I-, I haven't done a marathon, so I'm doing the Edinburgh Marathon next year. Um, ah. Next next May, um, my girlfriend's from there, so we're gonna go up there. And uh, I, I tried to uh, um, enter the the London one, but it's absolutely impossible to, to get a place. It's it's more likely to get Glastonbury tickets than the Theatre of London Marathon. Really? Yeah. Bloody I, hell! I entered it last year, and you enter a ballot, and you, they obviously email you whether you've got it or not. And they said they only had twenty five thousand places for open, um, and three hundred thousand people applied. <laughs> Fucking and that is, it's, it's global, so obviously everyone from the world applies from it. So you know, so I've gone for the Edinburgh one because it's a bit easier and, and, and nicer. So I'm 30 next year, and what I've done towards it is start to write a really like self-loathing five minutes of stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. So you know, everybody handles things in different ways. Yeah. So yeah, and this is what I mean. Uh, you're not a as I say, <laughs> you're not pushing an agenda. This is what I like. I try not to. <laughs> Obviously, you're pushing your agendas. No. And Chris's agendas will become clear. Oh, yes. You, throughout you, the you episode. find out, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're not pushing like a creative agenda. So it's going to be nice to speak to someone who yeah, isn't just it's like. A bit, it's a bit so more freedom, isn't it? Yeah. About me. Yes. No, I'm not saying that all my guests are like that, but they, they are. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, um, it should be a bit more laid back and we'll, we'll chill out and, and, and talk about what's in our hearts. So. Yeah, you know, let's get nice and breezy. Mm. Most best podcast after dark. <laughs> well, I hate people. <laughs> I hate people. Uh, you may also, with your headphones on at home listening, uh, think something sounds different. And it's because my entire head is bunged up with mucus and hangover mm. 
the I best feel type. like I'm just walking around with like a wrecking ball on my shoulders. Uh, at the I, 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 I'm also nursing a hangover, so it was suffering together. But um, oh, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm, as I said, turning 30 next year, and they, they get harder to get over. They, they tend to be two day hangovers now. Like, Natal wake up tomorrow and still feel the shit. Oh, but like the last two weekends as well. Like last weekend, I went out two nights in a row. And then this weekend, I have now also gone out two nights in a row. And you got, I can't do it anymore. No. I, used to, I used to live for this shit. And I yeah, just... I used to live. Well, I used to go out like twice a week. If, 100%. If, if, if that. And uh, I mean, I struggled last, uh, sorry, uh, August this year. It was only a couple of months ago. I went on a four-day stag do to Latvia. Um, when uh, Friday to Monday, the day I landed back in the UK, I had to drive down to London, stay with my uh, girlfriend, and then we flew to Santorini for a week. Uh, the, the next day, uh, a holiday, a bit more chilled out, but still nursing a horrendous yeah, hangover. Yeah. <laughs> we then landed back in the UK, had a couple of days of rest, and then I drove back to here, Swansea, for the wedding of that stag do. So um, I worked it out with the flights, drive, and travel. Covered about six thousand miles in about like twenty days. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see the other side of that now. So you are, and you've been to the Falklands. You are very well travelled. Yeah, I went there for, for six months in uh, 2016. So that that's an adventure in itself. But people who know me know the experience I had with that. Um, not great. No, not not great. I would have had better time going to the actual island from Lost. I feel <laughs> that's so. That was my lost adventure, trying to get off the island as soon as possible. So, yeah. Hopefully, I don't go back there again. No, no. Um, one of the boys was saying on Friday that you're due to go depart again. Yeah, where to? Yes, I'm going to Cyprus for four months. I fly Ooh. next next month, so I was happy to to know I was going there, not the Falklands. So. Cyprus does seem a lot nicer. Than, like, I don't know about the Falklands. Is it like a hot place? Is it a rainy it place? It is not. I mean, I, w- I went there um, February till April, uh, February, February till August. And um, ignore the. Uh, sorry. And, uh, yeah. Um, their seasons are the Awkward. opposite. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is a sad time for me, and you're doing that. It's unreal. <laughs> Yeah, and the the climate's the opposite of us. So when we're in the summer, <laughs> in the winter, I had a, a horrendous knee injury, and you're making those <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you look w- really tense now that I got my phone in my hand. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to come next. I'm waiting for you. To I apologize. So you it's had right. a, <laughs> a horrendous knee injury. Yeah, I, I dislocated my kneecap, which was which was pretty horrendous. What's going on there? I didn't even press that one. Right, I'm going to put the phone is, down. Is it, Sorry, continue is this, your is story. It's just a build-up to when I have a horrendous heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I dislocated my kneecap, which wasn't pleasant. And it's the second time I've done it, so uh, it's not as if it got any easier to, to, to go oh, through. fucking hell. And then, and then three weeks later, my girlfriend at the time split up with me. So um, I was so happy to come back <laughs> to the UK. Because <laughs> I left my car with her and her family to look after. So oh, I, had to, no I way. had to go back there to pick up the car. I was like, hey, everyone, I'm going to leave now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, Cyprus hopefully will be a better experience. It's got halloumi cheese, so, you know, I won't, I won't, be, I won't complain. Yeah, the, it, you know, you're a fit, healthy guy. You can afford to eat. More, more cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're both hungover. What did you do last night? Well, I I'm not always in Swansea. Uh, nope. It's few and far between. But uh, I came back this weekend. Um, obviously because I'm going soon to see people. But um, yeah, the our old our old watering hole, I guess now. Ugh. Um, Mozart's closed down yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it was, it was, the, it was the last night yeah, yesterday. It was the last. I think I don't know if there's gonna be like. I think there may be one more like private event there for yeah, like, people uh, who hide it, but like as yeah, a bar, it's as, no a, as a yeah, as a public place, yeah, that's that, that's it now. So we've just got to go to the rest. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there was a lot of that last night, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it was absolutely heaving, which is annoying because you want to walk around, and go where were you all when this was like this place was going yeah, yeah. to tit up, but. Um, it was a good night. It was it was a good at, good atmosphere and 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 uh, yeah, it was pretty eventful. But uh, yeah, all in all, it was it was good. But sad to see it close down. I didn't make it to uh, the 
final Mozart's night because I was at uh, my friend Simon and Janine's wedding. Congratulations to, Congratulations to the Baileys. So yeah, I was at their wedding, so I wasn't at Mozart's, and I kind of had... You've seen the film Project X, right? I've not seen it, to be fair, because I've heard it's terrible. I, I, I love was, that film. I was put off by it, so I never went right, go around to watching it. So. Oh, I think that film's really good. But yeah. That's how I saw Mozart's going out, is that the end of it is just someone in the middle of the road yeah. with a flamethrower. Someone's <laughs> driven a car through it and gone, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, but none of that shenanigans. Nothing like that. It was, no, it, it, was, it was a good atmosphere. It was it was unbelievably busy, like to the point where we were, we got we luckily got in around 10 o'clock in the evening. I would stay there for the duration, and there were people like queuing for the best part of an hour to, 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 get, to get into Mozart, which you never hear of before. Normally, you just walk in. <laughs> no, and of course, for people who uh, don't know Mozart, it's not a big place. But when, when it you wasn't start... a big place. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to start talking in the past tense. You know, this is really sad. Yeah, it was always fun to try and describe to people like I've met through work and stuff what Mozart is, because then you have to go. It's it's a nightclub, but it's it's not. It's it's got a piano in there, and. Uh, it's it's like a house, but it's not a house. Um, it's just a, a big room that's kind of a house. And then they look at you and like, what the hell are you talking about? And it was then... essentially, I think it used to be a hotel. Did uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Because like, um, that's why I think the layout is how it is. Because yeah, that, that would suppose be more that like does a make sense. Room. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it it was an, an enigma, and I'm, I hate speaking about it in the past tense, but. Um, it was. There's no other bar no, ever going to be like no, Mozart's. Not was, really. It was a shame because the, the, the uplands that started to, you know, um, expand and new places were put in there, you'd think it would it would benefit, but for some reason it's worked against it, which is a bit annoying. So. There's a word for that, Chris. What is it? Is it capitalism? Gentrification. Oh. oh. Definition, please. Uh, <laughs> when more than one <laughs> coffee place opened in quick succession in a small... I don't know. Ah, I see. I, I was just trying to sound intelligent. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. But uh, yeah, it's a shame because it was normally where most of us that know each other um, um, would end up, and it's where we'd we'd finish our nights and stuff. And it, I don't know where we'd go from. Uh, there's, there's other places I hear of, like uh, is it Beer Riff and stuff? But Beer Riff is really good. And, and but not, that's uh, it closes at like eleven because it's more of like a craft beer tap room rather than yeah an absolute wild west boozer like Mozart. yeah yeah exactly. So it's it's difficult to to find a new place. Um, I think before before Mozart's we used to go to. Um, to Sigma when that was a thing. Sigma was wild. Yeah, I live for Wednesday nights, so... Uh, also, gentrification is a noun, and it's the process of renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle-class taste. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, football has undergone gentrification. <laughs> that's what it, this is that the is example. One, one thing you would never, ever say in the real world. No, but that's, that's uh, using it in a sentence uh, as the process of making a person or activity more refined or polite. No, I just mean like you'd never talk about football ever. You'd Me? never use that no, in a no. sentence. <laughs> I'm far more likely to use a word like gentrification to not exactly know what it means than that's attempt true. to talk that's about true. football. That's true. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just a shame to see it to, to see it go. Um, obviously, the, as I said, the Uplands have got plenty of places to go um, now. But um, they're already fucking expensive, though. Yeah. Well, well, compared to um, my girlfriend Rachel lives in London now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm experiencing what London prices are. Ooh. We went to a com- we went to a comedy night in uh, in Covent Garden, and uh, it was really good. It was fifteen quid a ticket. Oh, nice. Laughing. There's like uh, five acts, and you know. You, more than your money's worth. So we were like, I'll go for a drink afterwards. We got like, kicked out at 11. Went to a pub in, in Covent Garden. I was like, I'll have a pint. I can't remember what it was. And a double gin and tonic for, for Rachel. And I naively held a £10 note in my hand. Thinking, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for this, Rachel. And he went, that's £15.90. And I was like, oh, do you take check? <laughs> <laughs> Can so, I wire you the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like deliver it in 10 Ps? Um, yeah, so... Um, you be, yeah, just most places are expensive, full stop, and they so. I find, or oh, I found rather, that last time I was in London, uh, every pub I went into was a Green King. Really? And Green King is really hard to say with a block nose. <laughs> that's gonna, yeah, you might find that every pub is a Green King. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. That's all right. It's Did like, you hear that noise my nose just made? No. Oh, that was horrible. It's very like, it, it was it ASMR, this, uh, this podcast at the minute? It's just loads of just <laughs> sniffles and, 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 and things, but. Uh, Bubbles. Did you pay for that? No, it's Thank free. God. But you get a shit ton of adverts just to... Somebody call security! I hope that's the next catchphrase. 
what are some of your defining memories of Mozart's then? Well, when, when we used to go there, is that me opening the door into the passage of time of memories? I have no idea. I can just do this. Like, I remember going to Mozart's and getting absolutely <laughs> up. <laughs> I was hoping you'd, you'd bleep up and accidentally say fucked. <laughs> I remember going to Mozart's and getting absolutely <laughs> cut. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when we used to start going there, like I think well, the the journey of like where we used to go, like I said, we used to go to Sigma. I think when that went a bit tits up, it moved and it wasn't the same. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Um, we used to go to uh, Contiki on Wine Street. It was like a like a, like a Jamaican or sort of like uh, Car- Caribbean, Caribbean cocktail bar. Have we ever been there once or twice? Yeah, we used to go. There's was, was two fun cocktails. So it, uh, when you're a student, you're absolutely laughing. And that, that we stopped going there, and then we end up going to 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 Mozart's. It was either there or the office. So yeah, I was yeah. like, do you want to get shot? Do you want to get do you want to burn alive or do you want to drown? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Um, so yeah, when we used to start going to that Mozart, I didn't like it. I actively didn't want to go. Oh really? And uh, yeah, um, I think it, it took a couple of, of like I suppose months because obviously still lived in Swansea at the time, and that's yeah, where we yeah. go more often than not. So um, um, most defining memories, I suppose. I met I met a girlfriend there. Um, well, the first time I met her was New Year's Eve. What was oh, that I one? thought that was going to be a round of applause, but it was a single clap. <laughs> just, just press it loads of times. I met a girlfriend there. <laughs> and? <laughs> well, the, the story I had with her was I, I met her. Um, I, was, I, wasn't, I was out of um, uni and I was working at Argos. So I, didn't have, I had nothing to, to my name, like money-wise. So I, I'd live on like pre-drinking and then, yeah. and then we'd go out. And it was New Year's Eve. can't remember which one. It must have been 2012 into 13, I think. And... I met this girl and we got we hit it off. I was absolutely led at this point, so I could have been babbling, dripping all over <laughs> it. But I, in my head, I'm Hugh Grant, so um, <laughs> um, we ended up getting on really well. And then she invited me back to hers, but she brought her friends with her, and she lived in the Mumbles. Nice. So yeah, no, not all together. Like this is, this is what you'll get. <laughs> we were getting on so well. She invited me and all, all of her, her friends. friends. Back. And uh, we got a taxi. And one of um, my mates um, was also t- talking to one of the girls of, of that friendship group, and she'd end up crying. Don't it wasn't something he had done. She's just like whatever. So she got in the taxi as well, and she's bawling her eyes out. So okay. this this girl that I was getting on with, she was like, oh, consoling her, blah blah blah. We got to the cricketers next to the uh, cricket ground. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And when I stopped the taxi, and being the gentleman that I was, I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Paid my way for the taxi and walked home. <laughs> I think it was I was so uncomfortable because she wasn't like just sobbing; she was like hysterically crying. I was oh, just like really what? uncomfortable. So I was like, "Oh, I'll help. I'll leave." That's a real mood killer. <laughs> you did the right thing. It would have yeah. been a bit of a dick move to be like, "Yeah." What you should have done is sat there and get annoyed with her for not paying attention. Why is she to crying? You? She's ruining everything. Yeah, and um, I put a lot of hard work into getting into this taxi. Yeah, and uh, I. I texted her for a bit back and forth and that but it never amounted to anything and then literally a year later came back after we were broken up for christmas and uh met up with her and she literally just walked in and then we got off again and then um uh we went for out for about eight months after that you then, got so. off again as in like we hit it off and oh, right. no, i saw her and immediately yeah, got we off just got her. off with each other you know, I, I act fast so you know <laughs> effective yeah exactly that would be one of I the ways you described yourself <laughs> effective i'm sexually oh. effective <laughs> remember when i abandoned you a year ago and kissed me <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah stuff like that um Another recent, well, most recently, I think it happened this year, or it might have been the end of last year, is in the um, the smaller room, like the effectively the bar room, where you the can front have, room. yeah, we can you can have a conversation and stuff. Um, we sat down, and there's a there's a piano there, and I'm just, you're obviously aware of of that. Many a night, I would. Uh just break into impromptu bouts of Ooh Baby I Like It Raw by Old Dirty Bastard. Oh, fair piano. enough, fair enough. I didn't know there was a piano version of it. Oh, there's just two piano notes in it. But that sometimes you'll get someone who will play the piano and I always used to say like, they're just showing off and no one wants them to play the piano otherwise they'd have someone there playing it. Yeah, yeah. So, it, and there's no way to play a piano quietly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. So, so, I'd always get a bit frustrated and then there was just one woman and she was a bit older. The way I could describe her, she looked like Cheryl Cole but if she'd like picked the wrong Holy Grail, you know, she just started, <laughs> started aging horrifically. 
And um, she was playing it for, for, for the best part of an hour. And you think, you play piano, you don't go out to play piano for an hour. No. Surely not, but uh, yeah, that's, that's how I do it. And um, she was playing for ages. And me, uh, James, and Gina, um, are, are both our friends, um, were sat on the table. And we were right next to the piano. And it's just like, oh, it's just a bit annoying. Now. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I, I think we, we were just like, because our technique of just being annoying is just like shouting at people or just being the shittest way to annoy someone not being direct just like shouting about like stop it and, uh, and um, <laughs> i said yeah when you say shouting at people you're not like getting in people's faces and no 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 off. no it's, it's more it's very subliminal you're just shouting about like just stop playing the piano please <laughs> just a very like avant-garde yeah. way of dealing with exactly on a day-to-day basis and she carried on she carried on she had a, uh, one of her friends that would sat next to her and uh he, he left I got to the point of just getting annoying at it. We would get a bit more like louder, like, could you stop playing the piano? He's like, fair enough, you, you played for an hour, please just go somewhere else. <laughs> and then like she was like, No, I'm not I'm not stopping. So I proceeded to stand up. I think um uh, one of the other guys met um we know uh, Scott Neal. He, he oh met, yeah, yeah. He met eyes on me and I was just like, This is so annoying. He's like, Yeah. So I just proceeded to stand up, walk over to the piano, and in such a childish manner, I thumped the keys while she was playing. <laughs> and she just looked up, she just she just looked up at me and she was like, What are you doing? I was like, Can you stop playing the piano, please? <laughs> and and then she was like, You are so rude. And she, we proceeded to have like a 20 minute argument. And I was like, I'll <laughs> oh, just stop. Uh, if anything, it got her to stop playing the piano. <laughs> so it worked. And you got to have an argument. Yeah, well. exactly. Which I don't, I'm not known for normally. Uh, but it was good that uh, James and Gina got involved as well, and it was just it was just brilliant because she was getting so annoyed, and James just laughed like that's the last thing you would have expected to me just to walk up and just thump the piano keys. <laughs> that is very out of nature for you. Chris. Yeah, so I think um, one of your words was quiet. Yeah, exactly. So um, it, it takes a lot to to make me do something like that. So I would um, love to have seen. Yeah, that. It, James will obviously give you the best description of that story, but yeah, um, yeah, the memories m- mostly like mostly the ones that like you didn't plan to go out, but sometimes. Sometimes those are your best nights out. Yeah, right? yeah. So if it's like a quiet bunch or like a small group of people, like four or maybe five, we'll just decide to go out. And then I think one of the nights we ended up in Mozart's, and it was 90s night, and they were just playing just the best songs. And it was just, <laughs> just the right amount of drunk to enjoy it and not feel disgusting. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it just all clicked. And yeah, just it made, I always used to look forward to the 90s night or the 80s nights because they're the best like, music for, for, for nights out like that. So. What about yourself? Oh, well, that's the thing. With Mozart, I've not only played there like a shit ton of times. Yeah, bands truly, and yeah. Stuff, uh, but it's where I started doing stand-up. It was the first place I ever did uh, stand-up. Uh, Sarah Bridgman runs this night, Rough As, which is uh, the comedy club for comedians. It's basically just like, go up, you've got five minutes, do what you want, as long as it's funny, and not too many people get offended, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, they've been running that there for three years. Uh, and it's weird that that's gone now. They've got other places. That be yeah, like it was the, obviously uh, to miss that out, that place, yeah. I mean, like uh, the White Swan by the train station yeah. and Tino's on Wine Street. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be weird just not having, having it that, there. Yeah. You know, Rough As was always the Mozart's thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just sucks because there are very few good places to go out and get like stupidly drunk anymore but then again yeah as we were saying earlier I, the way i feel today i don't know if i have too many more nights of no there's out only there's only so many we've got anyway. so um but yeah it's it, it, it's just, it's a shame that that because uh, it, it had its own unique feel if anything yeah 100%. So you, you go to other places in the uplands and the, the the bars and and they start the the people that they attract yeah that's fine but um uh, they don't have that same sort of, of, of feel that the Mozart's did. So um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's an absolute shame. It's it's turning into a coffee shop. If I'm if yeah, I'm I don't correct. know if that's just uh, salacious gossip through the disgusting rumors. All all the, all the drugs have been kicked out of Mozart's, and they're just wandering the streets speculating as to what's <laughs> going to happen to it. I hear it's going to be flats. <laughs> so what else are we here to talk about? Is that, is that from a movie? I have no idea what that was. Consequences will never be the same. It sounds like someone's crying in the background yeah, of that. Consequences will never, never be, be the, the same. same. <laughs> Aren't all consequences different, full stop? Crikey. That's racist. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Well, obviously, in discussion of me coming on to this, I was thinking of topics, but... I th- I thought, I, I'm sorry I can do this in the background. Uh, no, go, do one more, do one more. Oh, can I do one? Put some bass in your voice, private! Put some, it, put some what? 
Bates. Bass in your voice? Or bass. Put some bass in your voice, private. Private. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh. handed control of oh, the soundboard to, uh, to Captain Criminal Crest. Oh, I, I like the the pictures that come with them. Like you've got to scroll in between them, otherwise yeah, you, you, you hit them immediately. All right, I'll I'll press one. You've got to guess what name it is. Okay. Um. Oh Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, angels. This is called discovery. 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 I mean, some of them are quite obvious. Like there's this one. Oh, that's clearly obvious, isn't it, Chris? It's yeah, like a stapler. It's, or? it's, it's dry fire. <laughs> it's, when you, it's when you shoot a oh gun. Oh, my God. I'm a fucking... How did I not get that? Some of these... Uh, oh. Did... Yeah, the, the red ones don't work, do they? Oh, you got to hold this down, I think. Okay, well, this is going terribly wrong, so I'm going to pass this back to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose the other thing was... Super fail. Super fail. Fail. That went on way too long. There's one called Samurai Fail. I don't think that's going to be very PC. <laughs> is it going to be someone committing? Is it uh, Seppuku? <laughs> or like when I just they, when think they it might be someone themselves? doing a very uh, hammy voice. There's oh, only like, one way to find like out. Like 1950s cinema. I don't endorse whatever's about to happen. <laughs> he does, he does. Oh no. Oh, so it's just the sounds of samurai movies, and then he just says fail at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so you were saying? Um, what was I saying? Uh, the other thing, yeah, in preparation for this, we were talking about what we could... What we... I like that one. <laughs> Is there a finishing one? No. Ah, uh, that. They've got female scream and fatality. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two you need. <laughs> Please end the podcast every time with that. <laughs> we could just do a podcast where we just do that. The sound effects. Non-stop. <laughs> the production values on this podcast are through the roof. Unrivaled. I mean, I don't, you know, the ones, the other ones I listen to don't have this sort of stuff. So Other podcasts will, sound like fucking sheds compared to the most <laughs> best podcasts. I will, I will be writing in and complaining to them, so saying that uh, they don't uh, provide this sort of service. But yeah, the other thing was, um, I suppose, just talking about movies. Like, obviously, I, I, I enjoy a movie. I suppose you mm, do too. Yeah, I, I like a good film. Yeah. Um, and, well, I, I suppose the most the most recent thing to talk about is movies that came out this year. So, um, do, do, you have, do you have a favorite movie you've, you've seen this year yet? A favorite movie I've seen this year? Mm. Uh, I, well, I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but the first one that sprang to mind when you said that is Mum and Dad, the Nicolas Cage, uh, Selma Blair... From the makers of Crank, have you not heard of Mum and Dad? Is this a joke? Because you know how much I hate Nicolas Cage. No, it's brilliant. The makers of Crank have done a horror film starring Nicolas Cage where uh, something happens and all parents want to murder their children. They don't want to harm anyone else. They just are solely focused on murdering their own children. Oh, um, I think I saw a trailer for it. And isn't just Nicolas Cage just drenched in blood and stuff like that? No, that's Mandy. That looks like it is going to be the best film of the year. I'm very, very, very excited about that. But yeah... um, it, it's just mental. It's the directors of Crank giving Nicolas Cage free license to run around the house trying to murder children. He's always given free license, though. Like, my favorite fact about him is, or I have several facts about him, but um, for someone I hate, I know a lot about him. Um, <laughs> um, like, when he did, uh, when he was in Kick Ass and he played, oh, what was his character's name? Oh, uh, Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. It was Big Daddy, wasn't it? Was, it? it was Big Daddy. Because oh, when he said Daddy in a, in a sinister tone, I was like, oh yeah, I know. But he does that like accent with his voice. At no point was he asked to do that. So he started filming, and he just started talking like that. And the directors were just like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll just go with that, I guess. Yeah, we did hire yeah, Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> yeah, we should know that. But uh, I suppose, well... It's, 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 you try to avoid going for the obvious choices, but I suppose the best one I've seen this year is probably Infinity War. So I only just watched Infinity War. All right, yeah. Thoughts? Do you cry? Uh, it was, We watched Deadpool 2 and Infinity War for the first time in one evening. All right, yeah. But we watched them in the wrong order. Because we watched Deadpool 2, which I absolutely fucking love. Yeah. And then Infinity War, and I went to bed on a real fucking... I don't know. I was so <laughs> depressed. <laughs> 
like at the end of that movie when 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 the snap happens uh spoilers but um oh big spoilers spoilers. um i i took i took uh rachel to come see it with me she 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 enjoys the movies but she hasn't gone as in in depth like i have and um like when when spider-man um is being cradled in uh, uh tony stark's arms and i just looked at her i was like what is happening? Why is this happening? And yeah, she she didn't get it as much as I did, but uh, it's just so. It, 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 I loved how poignant it was, especially for a superhero film. Uh, spoilers to when uh, Thanos was about to throw Gamora off to free whatever to get, to get the Soul Stone, yeah, get the Soul Stone, and he turns around and he's crying. She's like, "Oh, what? You're crying for your losses," and then it's like. Not That's not what he's crying yeah. for, and like having the what is essentially the undefeatable big bad guy, yeah, have that quiet moment of like humanity, yeah, to be like, yeah. I'm willing to sacrifice my daughter to yeah to fight. do this uh, the, the job essentially, yeah, yeah. And that, I thought that was really good. Instead, of just because so many superhero movies will just have uh, a villain for fucking that, that has no story or, sake, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justice League, yeah, Steppenwolf. Oh, uh, I, these boxes. I'll, I'll have them. Yeah, uh, it's just exposition. He just, he'll turn up. He's basically like a cutscene in a video game. Yeah, he'll turn yeah. up just to drive the narrative yep, forward. Absolutely. Uh, so it's good to see. I I, I loved Brolin. Uh, not only as Thanos, but as Cable as well. Yes. What was good is like when you see the behind the scenes of Infinity War. Obviously, they did it motion capture and stuff. Yeah. And you'll see this like image of um, when they're fighting on Titan. Uh, so you got Iron Man, Spider Man, all the rest and stuff. So obviously you've got Josh Brolin, but obviously um, they need to be talking at a Thanos head level. Yeah, yeah. So he's got this big stick coming out of the back of him with a picture of a CGI generated Thanos' head. So just a cardboard <laughs> cut. So they're just talking to this head on a stick attached to Josh Brolin. It's like, it's an incredible movie, but if people saw what, what goes into it, like, you know, it's probably similar to like these these um uh sound effects and stuff they just stand there going Thanos is going to use a stone now <laughs> what was it that you loved about the Infinity War mm, I suppose well I, I was a big fan of the, the two directors because um, they got had such a good track record with um, Winter Soldier which is I think is my favourite of the MCU yeah. prior to that coming out and they did Civil War as well sorry no that's right and uh, <laughs> Is that the shock of of me saying Winter Soldier was my favorite one? No, no, I, I I wouldn't say I agree with you, but I get where you're coming from. That is a fucking solid film. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I think that was a bit of a game changer in the MCU itself. Yeah, absolutely. They, that came out, and they were like, "Oh, right, we can actually conceivably get away with doing superhero films, but of this caliber." Not like they yeah. were rating it in beforehand. No. But- but they were willing to try new new things yeah. and stuff. Like obviously with Guardians of the Galaxy, that was that was it was a gamble, and it just paid off in dividends. So, um, yeah, not for James Gunn. No, no, Lynn. What? Remember what you tweet, guys. Um, uh, yeah, it just it, it was just a good film, and it was good that it was about four hundred hours long, but it didn't feel too <laughs> too, too long. So this film's that you come out of, and you're like, oh, almost like, not exhausted, but you're just like. Oh. Yeah, that was I, every single Lord of the Rings film. Uh, yes, I, I saw Return of the King in the cinema, and every time I thought there was an ending, you literally get up on your seat and you're like, oh, let's see what Frodo's doing, shall we? Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so glad for that to end. But uh, yeah, I think that that, that one was, was my favorite this year. There's, there's obviously loads of other films that came out. Um, I just said Deadpool 2. That was good. Um, I, I didn't think it was as good as the original. Yeah, it was... If if anything on par, it, it didn't yeah, exceed. It was it was yeah. a solid film. I don't want to detract from it in any way. No, not it, at but, all. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a great sequel. It's what yeah, we could ask for. I, I, I listened listen to a funny interview with uh, Ryan Reynolds, and they they were initially gonna um, call it Deadpool three and release it as Deadpool three. Oh really? So everyone would go to the cinema and going. What? Where? When did two come out? And everyone would just be really <laughs> confused when they go to the cinema. So I thought that would have be been quite funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I I enjoyed that. I, I, I'm very fortunate that I work with. Um, we have a cinema on the the camp that I work at, so I get to see. Some oh, of, really? I get to see some of these films for free. Oh, so, Christopher! So um, you patron of the arts. I know, I know. So I, I'm only in it for the free films, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get to see some some of the films. Like I'm I'm, I'm not that I wouldn't normally go see. Um, 
to go to a cinema to pay um, I get to see so um, what, what film was that the Ready Player One was, was okay I haven't seen it I, I was a big fan of the book I really enjoyed oh, the novel um, I have to admit though that I, I, I'm a terrible reader of books so um, I, I always find that whenever you bring that up I always forget because you just visually ladies and gentlemen if you looked at Chris one of your first thoughts would be that this guy, guy reads, reads books, books. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I don't. Uh, <laughs> Subverting social norms. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Exactly, exactly. I always joke that when people talk about um, like a good book or something, I just I come back with like, oh, I'll just wait for the, the TV show slash film <laughs> to be made of it. Because if it's good, then that's what happen. But uh, yeah, what other, any good films you've seen this year? That, uh, cause I, I, always, I always mention films that I've seen and you've not. So I think that our... I, what we see never seemed to match up like obviously you've only just seen Infinity War yeah now. yeah I tried to watch My Friend Dharma the other night no uh, so it's based on a graphic novel written by a childhood friend of Jeffrey Dharma about their oh, experiences in right. high school okay uh, and they made a, a film based on the comic book uh, but we made like I think we got a takeaway I think we were a bit hungover as per so uh, you were eating food while watching this? Well, that's the thing. We turned it on, and the opening scenes of the film... I haven't seen the film, but opening scenes for the first five minutes. Right, yeah. Uh, spoilers. He's on a school bus, and it drives past, and there's a rot... Like a rotten, flat, roadkill cat on the road. Oh, right, yeah. He goes home, he gets a bag, he walks back, grabs it, he gets intercepted by two class friends. They're like, what are you up to, Dharma? And he's like, I'm going to go dissolve this cat. Do you want to come watch? And it got to the point where he was just about to put the cat in the acid, and Jen was like, let's just watch QI. Like, let's put something else on. I can't handle this right now. Uh, so that's it looks like it's going to be fucking great, but I need to find a time to actually watch it when I'm not eating. It's true. That's true. Well, yeah, because that's not that's the last thing you want to be eating food to, because yeah. that was the start of the film. So when you get to his, his later years... Um, I don't think it explores... Uh, I think it literally is just him based in high school. So obviously there's going to oh, be just, a... Fuck- just his school years, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up by all means, but it's before he's like... You know, drilling holes in people's heads and pouring like oh, boiling water. In. Yeah, I I haven't got to that stage yet. So <laughs> no, no, read a book, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any flubs? Any flubs? Yeah, films that you've seen have just been like really excited for, but it turned out to be an utter flaming ball of garbage. Mm, um, oh, that's a good one. Did Justice um, League come out this year? Uh, no, that came out in November last year. Was a- I went to cinema to see that. I love that film. I genuinely, that film was so bad. Well, and I, 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 Good for you. <laughs> what I will do, actually, on the release of this, I'll do a... I've got... I've had it in the, the back pocket for a while, a 0.5 episode, uh, where me and Tom Reese discussed the uh, the Justice League film. Tom Reese being a mutual friend of ours. Yes. Uh, and you know how much of a squeaky little passionate geek that boy is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've got that Tom kicking off about an hour and a half about the Justice League film. <laughs> I thought it was so good that it came full circle. Uh, so bad that it came full circle, so, right? So... Uh... That's a that's a tough one to come to come to terms with. I think I think the opening shot when you see the, the CGI mustache. C, C, CGI lip and you just have to sit down and go. Someone's job was to go right. This mustache needed to go. Get rid of it. They would have had high powered lawyers sit down and draft letters going. I want Henry Cavill to get rid of his mustache <laughs> in response legally. No. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, I recently, very recently, watched um, Solo, the the Star Wars film. Oh, right. Um, What's that about? Um, it's about a man <laughs> who is Solo. Um, whenever I think of Solo, why? What happened? Um, he uh, just got lost, just on his own. Oh, just boring shit. man. I always think of Solo. I come back to the Star Wars Connect game, and they made a Han Solo. No, I'm, yeah. I'm riding Solo. Yeah, oh, no, yeah they oh, changed it. Is, it's Han Solo. Solo. Yeah, that's right. And then it, it would be weird if the song was "I'm Han Solo," and for the Star Wars Connect game, they changed the lyrics to "I'm going to." <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I didn't have high expectations. Obviously, um, Rogue One was incredible in my eyes. Like it just worked. Yeah, so, so well. Was that Gareth Evans who did the raid? Oh, good one. Uh, I think it was. Yes, he also did Godzilla. I want to say. I believe he did Godzilla. He did He's Godzilla. got a new Netflix film coming out called Apostle with uh, Michael Sheen playing a cult leader. Yeah, I've, Looks seen, awesome. I've seen the, the trailer for that. That's good. But um, yeah, Rogue One was good. It, it just worked and nothing was bad about it. Um, Solo, have you seen it yet? I haven't even seen The Last Jedi yet. 
Oh, you not seen the last Jedi? No, I've, re- I've got really shit with wow. uh, watching films. I'm too busy reading books, Chris. Oh well, well educated. Well, I'll get you a novelization of those said films, and then you can read the films. I used to have the novelization of the Matthew Broderick Godzilla film. I, I wish I still <laughs> had that book. Why did they novelize it? <laughs> no, it was like twelve pages Matthew, long. Matthew Broderick used a digital, uh, used a camera, and then snapped the Godzilla. Oh wow. God, yeah, that was uh, one of my favorite childhood. I had that on VHS. Treats. I had. Um, I think we saw it in the cinema as well when it was uh, the old school Odeon. Um, Where Oceana used to be. And isn't even there now. So we saw Space Jam there. We, we were um, reflecting about this because when they announced the new Space Jam uh, sequel. Is that with LeBron James? LeBron James. Nice. Um, so I had no idea what the story would be. But, um, Space Jam. Space Jam too. Um, but we saw Space Jam there. Me and Tom saw... Um, a new hope and they when they remastered it again yeah, yeah. made it louder and brighter um, <laughs> um yeah we, we saw um we saw godzilla there um but where were we what, where did we come from to get here that's a very poignant question chris yeah where did it all where begin? did we come to get here um where did we oh last jedi let's retrace Star Wars, Star Wars films. We were talking about films, films yes. movies, Star Wars. <laughs> solo, solo. Talking about solo. Um, it was it was good. It 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 went like a hundred miles an hour at the start. Yeah, it, it goes so quickly, and then it kind of uh, almost like slows down, not to a crawl, but it it, it was all right. And it was it's meant to be a flop. It was meant to be the first ever Star Wars film to flop. And they had to menace, but the, those films did well box office, yeah. Didn't they? But um, Solo didn't do as well. I don't, I, I don't know the, the figures and stuff, but it, I bet it still made like billions oh, uh, yeah, of dollars, like, but just not as many billions not, of dollars not as they Dis- wanted. Disney success, yeah, that, money that we need. Um, but uh, it was it did badly enough that they've halted all their other projects. I think they were doing oh, shit, or like the side ones, yeah, or... not not the the mainstayers. Yeah, like... um, I think they were going to do like a Lando uh, <laughs> the film, and then maybe a um, what was the other one? An Obi Wan. I'd be excited for an Obi Wan. Um, were they going to get you and McGregor back for that? I think there was a massive um, like campaign to get him, and he yeah. said like I'd be happy to, and I'd love to see that movie. I don't that know, would I don't be know why. I don't know what they'd tell because he would just be on on Tatooine. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like a. A wacky rom com about just, him falling it, in love with like a, a local t- flower. It's girl. just a two hour film of him watching a small boy grow up. Is <laughs> 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 what it is. But um, it's just yeah. directed very much like the POV scenes in like a Halloween film. You know when Michael Myers is stalking <laughs> just someone. The entire movie <laughs> is POV. <laughs> Talking about that, have you ever seen Maniac? The Elijah Elijah Wood. Wood. Movie? I've not seen it. I'm That's aware a of great it. Great film because like it's done his point of view and he's a like desperately mentally ill serial killer who likes scalping women yeah but they do it so much that like in the film there's periods where he's off his medication and things start getting more erratic visually oh so, so you're in his mind as yeah opposed to yeah just his point it's, of view. it's very cool oh that's cool that's cool um i'm trying to think of what other films i saw i saw the predator film recently oh right how was that for you i thought it was okay um i didn't think it was brilliant um it's much better than the previous ones, the Alien vs. Predator. Um, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Requiem. Um, Requiem. The, the darkest film of all time. I saw that in the cinema and I couldn't see a thing. Like, Obviously, there's meant to be an element of darkness, but yeah. it comes to a point where like, I can't see anything. So <laughs> um, that was that was a, a, a terrible. But um, it, it was it was good. I, I, re- I, I try not to get my um, point of, um, my personal opinion coloured by like, reviews and stuff because i do do that sometimes you read yeah, a review you and you see an 18 like this is gonna be good then and then your friends are like no it's rubbish and you're like I-, I don't know what i think anymore and um i i need to stop doing that with like now tv because they'll either have like five stars or one star on a film there's no it's not i can imagine a very biased yeah like, yeah rating um, system. yeah um so i didn't go into it with any any um reviews in my head i thought it was all right there was there was it has an element of humor, like a lot more than you would expect. Maybe like you always come back to the original Predator, which didn't really have a lot of it. It didn't have any, if anything. Yeah, uh, one or two throwaway lines, maybe. Yeah, but there's a lot of like humor. Some of them land. Is it Michael Keegan Key? Is that his name? Yes, the, which is uh, also uh, very hard to say with the blog nose. Yeah, uh, was it Key and Peel? One of those yeah, two. Yeah, in it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he's in it. Um. The guy who was the, um, the guy hunting down Wolverine and Logan. Um, I don't know his name. He's, oh, he's in Narcos. Mechanical Arm. Yes, that's yeah. right. I know the one. Um, who else he you got? You've got... See, it's, I'm so good. I'm like a human IMDb. The guy that was in The Expanse. 
Um, Thomas <laughs> Thomas Jane. Oh, I think. right. He's in it. Punisher Thomas Jane. I believe so. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Jane is in Arrested Development. Homeless yes. actor Thomas yes. Jane. Thomas Jane. Um, there's a few other people in it. Um, uh, there's Shane Black, the director's sexual offender friend. Or was he cut out of it? He was cut out of it. He was. Um, I read. I read up on this afterwards that he was hired. He was literally at a small party. Had a few. He was trying to hit on a really weird part to give uh, <laughs> a, 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 a convicted sexual offender. Um, he was given a part where Olivia Munn, who's like the scientist in it. Oh, um, Olivia Munn's in it. Yeah, Olivia Munn's in it. Um, he would be flirting with him, always trying to hit on her. Why you give that role to him? But anyway, um, you gotta yeah, stick to the stuff you know. Yeah, exactly. He's an authentic actor. Yeah, grounded in realism. Yeah, he's method, and uh, oh. he. he um, Olivia Munn found out about this this guy's past, yeah, yeah, and then wrote to Fox and went, "Get rid of these scenes now." There's a bit of a campaign; it got rid of them. Um, so, but that's only a small part. The other big thing was they showed this film to test audiences, and they didn't like the ending, so they reshot the entire ending. Um, I don't know at what point or how how far, yeah, um, yeah. Um, they, they went back to it, but um, yeah, it, it was it was all right. I, I didn't think it was as bad as people made out to be. But again, it's not it's not that good either. So That's because films need to stop marketing themselves as this will be the best. Yeah. The, like the greatest chapter in Predator since. Yeah. Like, hey guys, we feel we've made a pretty solid Predator just, movie. Just, just check it out, guys. Make your own mind though. <laughs> That's how films should be marketed. I'd love to see that. Like, or just like when the next um, Avengers films comes out and they just see a review and either goes, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, two stars Avengers 4 if you like superhero films there's a chance that you might like it you might not but if you don't or just then it's Avengers, up to you. when you reveal the title it's just Avengers 4 of course you're coming to see it <laughs> and then that's it. like no marketing <laughs> at all <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean it's well it's, it's not that many other films that I've gone to the cinema to see in, in terms of TV as well I'm, I'm so oversaturated with things and people tell me what's good and what's not um, I just don't know anymore like I'll go on Netflix and I'll go like you know what, I'm going to start something new. I'm going to start something new. And you're like, click, click, click. I'll oh, screw it. I'll watch Hot Fuzz. And then you just put that on. I do, I'll watch QI all the time. Yeah. Just instead of like hunting down like a massive like drama series to really fall into. And get yeah. Involved, yeah, just fucking watch QI, man. Yeah, it's you, easier. Just, you just go back to what you know, innit? Yeah, you just zone out to it. Yeah, <laughs> you feel safe for Stephen Fry. I'll Friday. be on my phone anyway. <laughs> exactly. How was it? I have no idea. I just put it on because it, it comforts me. <laughs> yeah. It's like a dog when you put the, <laughs> you put the radio on. <laughs> Just so you can hear the voices, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. well, that's the beauty of podcasts as well. It gives uh, a little, you know, bit of human interaction to my terribly lonely listeners. Yes, well, I, I listen to um, podcasts mainly when I drive back from from Lincolnshire. So I normally listen to to, to your podcast and other ones, and that well, it helps cut down the journey time as opposed to listening to music because then you no, just lose doesn't. your mind. Does it not? Well, no. There's absolutely no way that a podcast can alter the. Perception of time. Of time. No, right, yeah, no, perception, yes, but not the passage of time. Oh, you sorry. You said it cuts down on the journey. Okay, it makes it Listen feel to I get here in like quicker. five minutes. <laughs> That's why I listened to it. <laughs> uh, well, Christopher, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, you I know much. you have to go away, but when you're back, come tell us about Cyprus. Let's hope that uh, your limbs and heart remain unbroken. That's all I ask for, is just to come back and able to stand up again. That's all I want. <laughs> Dude, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me.